You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 154, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And yes, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says, how your life began does not determine your future. You have the power to choose your destiny and live a victorious, abundant life. Joining me on today's show is Shelly-Ann Brown. Over a decade in the field of economics and finance, Shelly-Ann detoured from pursuing legal practice in financial law to founding Your Best by Faith, Inc. in 2017, out of a passion to help others become all God deposited in them and empower them to succeed. Shelly Ann has been on a mission since, serving as CEO, doing both vision pioneering as well as service delivery in a range of areas, including empowerment by faith teachings, life breakthrough coaching, tailored coaching, success training tailored solutions, corporate consulting, charity, and more. Now, on today's show, Shelly Ann is going to share that she thinks it is crucially important that you know who you are and whose you are. Your destiny is birthed by your decisions. And she also says that you must both activate and ignite your faith to succeed. Faith is activated by belief, but ignited by your actions in accordance with what you believe. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much to have um, having me, uh, Anne Marie. Oh, you are I'm so really welcome. happy to be here and to just share what the Lord has done in my life and just to be a blessing to others if I can be. Yeah. So I'm just looking forward to every question that you have and to just having a wonderful time with you as yeah, well. Yeah, me too, me too. Take us back to the time when you were studying, as we said in the introduction, you were <laughs> studying uh, in law and then you decided, you know what, in economics, economics and finance, a big pardon. Um, and then you decided, I want to found your best by faith. What was going on at that time? Tell us, take us back to that journey. Man, that was a long journey. Um, that journey would have taken me probably over a decade because I studied economics and uh, finance <clears throat> a, a while back. That was about 2006 that I completed my master's degree in economics and I started working the, the year after. Um, so I've been in the field for a while. And after about a year or two of work in the field, I, I decided that I wanted to go deeper into regulation that I wanted. I, I think I was good at what I did, but <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm a very detailed person and I think deeply. And so I had this um, vision that, you know, I want to help to solve problems. And so I wanted to go deeper and help with financial regulation. So I decided that I would start studying um, law to go in that area and so I continued working though full-time because I had a life to live and bills to pay and everything so practically I just decided to keep working and study um, at the same time so I was doing both full-time 
And so I was in the field working professionally at, at a high level, I would say. Um, and I had completed my law degree. Then I came to the United States. I'm originally from Jamaica. And I came to the United States in 2015. But I came to go to Bible school because by 2011, I recommitted my life to the Lord. I, I grew up in the church and everything, but after a while, I just completely drifted and I just thought I couldn't do it. And so I didn't bother to try, <laughs> but I recommitted my life to the Lord. And while studying law, I was very much a Christian by that time. And so I just kind of saw how God worked in my life during that, during that period, the things that he did, that he brought me through, and, and actually some miracles <laughs> that took place during that time too. And I just said to myself, I am going to give a year of my life completely to God to just seek him about my next step because I had uh, completed a law degree by 2015 at the end of the year. And I said, okay, the next step is practically to do the bar exam and to practice. Mm. Um, but I wanted to give my time to the Lord. And I didn't understand at the time why I was even doing it. I just felt compelled to put some time aside. And so I started to do research on where I could go to study. Um, study ministry and to just just sit in God's presence for a while and I found um, Christ for Nations Institute in Dallas, Texas and um, they also had scholarships on which was important for me too mm. and so I applied and I got when I got a full scholarship and I came in and when I came in I don't know God just did something in my life there was a lot of transformation there was a lot of understanding of my life where i'm coming from where i'm going and i just just want to add i'm a um, child of rape i came in the world because of rape and that was something that was difficult for me to understand especially i found out as an adult and so i lived a lot of my life almost like i was living a lie because yeah. i thought other things about myself <laughs> only to find out something that was quite contrary and in a sense that's like a big betrayal and so you can kind of understand what I must have gone through and what that would do to any person. I, I felt like in terms of identity, I was lost. I was in a place of, what am I here for? What is the sense of all of this? I'm going through, through too much. I don't understand when I'm here, you know? And so I started to ask the Lord a lot of things. And I think bit by bit, he was putting the pieces together, even though I didn't understand. That's what he was doing at the, the start. But he was putting the pieces together and each time I took a step of faith, he would show me more. So when I came to, to Christ for the Nations, uh, their motto actually is where dream find direction. <laughs> and my dream, my dreams found direction mm. because um, somewhere along the lines, the, the thoughts that I had of myself, the things I wanted to do, they started to come together and words started to drop in my spirit, like the word breakthrough. And I didn't understand what breakthrough was at the time, but it just kept coming to me and kept coming to me. And I would write them down. And then what I also got married while I was here, which was very quick. I found the, the love of my life and the type of person that I've been looking for all of these years. And he's a minister and he, he works at the school as well. Um, and so when we started to sit down and, 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 and started doing vision planning for both of our lives, he would ask me, so what do you want to do? And I told him, I want to uh, go back to school and do the bar in Texas so that I can practice because I still mm -hmm. had that view. It's just that now I thought, okay, I'm going to combine my um, area of focus in law with the other purposeful things to help people. Mm -hmm. And that's what I thought, but the details were not there yet. Uh, and so I applied to law school. I got through to a very prestigious university with a scholarship. 
to go. I got married in 2016. My first acceptance letter was for, was for August 2016. I did not go because I just got married. It was so much going on, the transitions in my life. They, they, they gave back the scholarship to me the next year to come in, which was, I thought that was miraculous. And I thought, yes, I'm going to go. And again, by that time, I was starting to deal with some transitions too in terms of um, my status here in the United States and just working on my life balance and health and everything. Mm -hmm. The time came, I got through with every single thing. I, I had the finances worked out, the process put down. All I had to do was just tell the, the director of the program that I was coming in. And the, the um, I think it was two weeks before school started, they emailed me and asked me if I was coming in. And I just uh, told her no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I cried, I wept because it was, it felt like a piece of me was being torn, mm -hmm. literally, because I had this goal for so long. I worked so hard. I did so well in school when I was back home and I had such high hopes to, you know, start practicing. But the more you start obeying the voice of the Lord is the better things get for you. Mm -hmm. And even though it's difficult to accept the transitions when they come, I've learned that if you if you just submit to his voice and listen to what he's saying, he will guide your steps in ways that are even better than you plan. Mm -hmm. And so uh, about a month or two after I turned down the, the offer to go in and after weeping over it, I cried. I literally cried in my living room and I prayed and I was praying this prayer. I was like, God, what's going on? <laughs> One day uh, I was starting to, I started to write down um, some thoughts that, God was just, you know, placing in my mind constantly. And I started to write again about breakthrough and about helping people. And one day early in the morning, um, I woke up literally in the middle of the night, but it was morning. And I woke up and the Lord was telling me, you know, start helping people where you are right now. You're going through a process. This is not a setback to say you're a failure or whatever it is. Start helping people at the place where you are. And so I started, I decided to just put myself out there on uh, Instagram when, where I had a personal account at the time. I said, I'm going to just tell persons that I'm available to coach them freely, mm -hmm. just to give them any form of coaching they need freely and to mentor them freely. And a couple of persons signed up for it. And while I was helping them, it just felt so purposeful. Mm -hmm. it, it's almost like I'm so used to this career thing, this big career thing. And of being a professional and having a career and earning a lot of money and having respect and this and that and that. And it's like, I lost myself, mm. <laughs> but I found myself in a deeper place mm -hmm. because now when I started to listen to their problem, I found that the answers were already there. And a lot of the answers, they're inspired by the spirit, but a lot of them came from a place of knowledge of knowing how things work and how things connect and so on. And so I found this deep peace and I said to my husband one day, babe, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to register a nonprofit and I'm going to call it your best by faith because I believe that through God, we can become our best and live our best lives mm. by faith. And I want to help people. And so I just started to write those things down, put a few thoughts together and um, decided to start doing a blog around it. The blog became a website that I created myself. And then in two months time, I just sent an application and it was a, an act of faith. And so, you know, through that process, there came this relief, this pressure that I placed on myself that I had to 
practice law that I had to be a lawyer in the sense of you know the plans that I've made and how the world um, sees it. I had to relieve my, relieve myself of that burden that I placed on myself and to accept that look, this is about God's plan and His work in your life. It's not about what you want. Mm. So that's why one of the things that um, I had sent to you when you asked, you know, what are the things that you want to share with people? It was like it was the first one was know who you are and know whose you are because when you know your identity that it is founded in christ and when you know that you belong to him that you're a heir of his promises it empowers you to step into this true life Mm. and to step into your purpose and to have the confidence to walk the life that he created for you and sometimes the life he created for you you have to figure it out i mean he will show show it to you but you have to give it time give it air and give it the effort to really say okay god i believe in you and, and, and the second point is that your destiny is birthed by your decision. So I'm going to put you first mm. and I'm going to trust you a hundred percent with my life that even when it hurts me, that I know that you have the best interest for my life at heart and that you're going to work things out for my good and for your glory. Mm. And so that's the path I had to take. And, you know, um, I'm still new in the business in terms of having a nonprofit I mean, it's not new for me professionally, Mm. but it's new for me because this is now something I'm doing on my own that I have to pioneer, that I have to come up with. How how am I going to offer these services? What mechanism am I going to use? How am I going to prevail? How am I going to serve? You know, I have to come up with these things for myself. So that's new. Mm. But I find that my journey, you know, the things that confused me before about who I was, the hardships I've gone through, the losses that I've had because of, for example, not having parents the way that I should. My mom was also mentally ill at one point. I have a story. I mean, we could talk about my story instead of doing the interview. <laughs> you know what? As you're sharing that, let me ju- jump in there. There's so many insights in there. And I think for many people who maybe have... Uh, or they're in a situation where expectations were placed on them because sometimes I mean in your situation you had expectations that you placed on yourself yet through God's leading and his direction you've now taken another um, area to one I'm sure that you could agree that is just far more purposeful and has far more meaning to you than say a corporate would have done and God knows you so well I mean he created you and knitted you together and knows you know how you tick but for people listening it's such a um a relief if you will in that we just need to release any form of guilt or doubt or shame because sometimes you know it is standing up against your parents and saying you know what I know that we've all you you're a lawyer and granddad was a lawyer or whatever it is an accountant yet I feel called or that my purpose is this area and sometimes that can follow us around like a you know a shadow if you will or yeah. a dark cloud and it's, so it's just release it if it's God's will then um, he will certainly see. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Let's talk about your destiny is birthed by your decisions. Share more about that. Yeah, you know, um, you either want to fulfill the destiny that God has for your life or you don't. If you really want to fulfill the destiny that he has for you, you have to decide that you want it. Mm. So it is birthed by decisions. And so the first thing you have to do is decide that you want it. When you do decide that you want it, you will, you will start finding that you've given yourself the unction to make um, faith steps, to take faith steps that will take you there bit by bit. 
And that begins really with the principle of putting God first. Mm -hmm. It's saying, Lord, you are the God of my life. And I'm going to put all of everything in your hands because you have a great plan for me and your promises for my life. They're yes and amen. And I trust you with it, that you will make a way even where there is none in my mind. And even, you know, if there is, there is no understanding of it, if, even if I don't have all of the pieces of the puzzle, mm -hmm. that you're going to put those pieces together and make it clear for me. But you have to decide that you want it. And then you have to make decisions that are aligned to your purpose. And each time you make a decision that is aligned with your purpose, your purpose is really taking you on the path to your destiny. Mm -hmm. You know, so I really, and this is something I strongly believe in now, that you have to let go <laughs> and let God. Yeah. It sounds it's it sounds cliche because people always say that. But it's but you true. Really <laughs> have to let go. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> well, when you're talking about letting go, what are the things? Because it's sometimes well, all of the time. I I think you know we say these things and remind us of these things, but saying it and then actually taking action, as you say, you know, decision or deciding and then taking action. What are some things that you did? Do you have some Bible verses that you find that you continue to gravitate towards and remind yourself of? What What are some of the things that you do that really helps yeah. you decide and then take that action? Yeah. Before I go to the, the Bible verse, uh, you were just saying, you know, for example, you place a pressure on yourself. Your family could place, place a pressure on you. Uh, sometimes, too, the people around you, can place a pressure on you unknowingly. A lot of times it's not a bad pressure. It's that they see a quality in you, that there is a gift in you. Like somebody will see you and, and think, okay, you are, say, Anne-Marie, I believe that you will really help people in their business by you know, doing a podcast or whatever it is. And they see a greatness in you. And they see how you function and how you operate with excellence and you know the commitment that you have to your causes and everything. And people will be like, man, she, I mean, one of the things I used to get a lot is, man, you're going to be a great lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be a great lawyer. I think, you know, and then the type of person I am, I go in, into details. I don't leave stones unturned. Mm. And I'm a, I'm a problem solver. So when, when I would do well in school and then people would see me operate, they'd be like, you are going to be a great lawyer. I can't wait. When people say those things to you, they're planting a seed mm. of like, yes, I'm going to be great. I can do this. So it's kind of like when you step away from that, you're like, oh, but what about, you know, <laughs> what about the great lawyer that people thought I was going to be, mm -hmm. that I thought I was going to be, you know, and, and you, you picture yourself solving cases and stuff like that. And then none of it comes to pass. It's not easy. Mm. Um, it's, it's, again, before the scriptures, it's a, a case of putting your, your physical man under subjection to the spirit. Mm. And it's painful. Yeah. Because as I said, I cry, and I don't know why I was crying because I know it's going to be okay, but it was painful in the flesh mm -hmm. because in my flesh, I wanted it so much and I worked so hard for it. And I thought that I even one time thought that that's what God wanted for me because he kept opening the doors. But what he was doing was laying the foundation and opening different doors so I could step through them. So he would show me more and then mm -hmm. lead me to the right place. So even when you're making the destiny decisions, a lot of time, step by step, it may seem like you're going in a particular direction and then God does this. No, go left, then go right, go left, you know? And so you have to just let go. But the scriptures that really, um, really are a blessing to me, there are many. I study the, scripture, the scriptures a lot because I spend so much time in the word 
again, I've been through so much in my life. I've let go of the past. I've let go of the sinful life 100%. Mm. I, I live by the spirit 100%. I truly believe in it with my heart and my soul. It's only because of God why I'm alive. Mm. It's only because of God why I have a sense of purpose. It's only because of God why I'm even physically healed and healed in my soul and not mm. bitter and miserable and hateful of everything and everybody. And he had to take me to a place of restoration. So I keep turning to the scriptures constantly. One of them is uh, Ephesians uh, 1 verse 3. And it says that he has blessed you with uh, um, spiritual blessings in the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. And I keep thinking about that. And that's why I talk about faith so much because your blessings, the things that he has for you, they're in the spiritual realm. You then have to claim them mm -hmm. by how the word tells you to go about and claim them. And we'll get to the, the step on how to do that just now um, in a bit. But um, another is on, on the same uh, book of the Bible, Ephesians 1, verse 11 to 14. It says that we, we have an inheritance in Christ mm -hmm. because we were chosen, we were predestined before time, right? Yeah. According to the plans of the one who works everything in accordance with his will, which gives me comfort that, you know, God wanted me in this world and he has a purpose for my life, that he's working everything according to his plans for me in, a, in accordance with his will for my life. And that he's given me the Holy Spirit. I was sealed with the Holy Spirit because I have a faith in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's the Holy Spirit, it tells you in verse 14, that is an indicator, that's a deposit Mm -hmm. is a guarantee the word says is a guarantee for your inheritance which is so important for us to take note that you must live by the spirit to get what god has for you yeah um i like psalms psalms 145 verse 18 the lord is near to those who call on him to those who call on him in truth you see you can go through so much and you can feel pain. Mm -hmm. You can feel like you're having setbacks. Even in business, you can start out and it's difficult. You need the funding. You need the resources. You need people to come along. You need to be recognized. So many things. You can feel like, man, it's not working at all, you know? But if you call on the Lord and you call on him in truth, you say, Lord, remember the promises that you have for me. I feel down. I feel broken. I feel like nothing is working. Those are just feelings. It's okay to confess them. But then you say, Lord, show me now what to do. Mm -hmm. so that I can lift myself up. And then you tell your soul, now you're going to listen and be obedient to God's words. Get up and start acting by faith. <laughs> you know, so I love scriptures that are empowering and that tells me of the victory I have in Christ. Mm -hmm. um, like 1 John 5, 4 to 5, it tells you that the, those who overcome the world and are victorious are those persons who trust in the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, John 15, 7 if you abide in me and my word abide in you, whatever you ask that you desire, you will have it. It mm. also says in verse 5 that if you abide in, in, in him and he abides in you as the vine and the, as the vine and you being the branch, guess what? You will bear good fruit. Sometimes when you plant a seed, it takes a while mm -hmm. for you know, the seed to, to, to reach up onto the earth where it's showing that yeah. something is taking place. But the seed is planted. And sometimes it's important, important for us to have faith and to believe that even though you're not seeing what is happening under the earth, under the, under the ground, in the spirit, 
where you've planted the seed of faith that God is working on it and that it will come to pass. It will manifest and the breakthrough that you're seeking in your life, in your business, in your career, in your profession, whatever, it will come to pass. Mm, so those so are some of the true. scriptures. Beautiful. I have more, but let's, let's get to <laughs> Let's just say from Genesis right through to Revelation. <laughs> Great stuff in there. <laughs> Take your pick. I love that. Just, just uh, seriously, I could have just, I'm just going to sit back and let you, let you share. Amazing. But let's talk about, this is so imp important. And you said you, you're going to share some more here about activating yeah. and igniting your faith to succeed. Yeah. Why is this so important? I think that um, people's perception of faith is not complete. Um, and I'm happy that I have understanding of it. And the reason why is because I decided to teach Bible studies on, on this, the subject. In teaching it, I have learned so much for myself that there are things that I took for granted or overlooked or, you know, I simplified it too much and didn't get the depths of what it was saying, of what the scriptures are, are saying. But, you know, um, you, if you look at Romans 10, verse 6 to 17, it tells you, it says, says to you that it is with the heart that you believe and are justified, but it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. And it says, those who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. They will not be put to shame. It's given your principle of how faith works. Mm -hmm. It is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Now, you believe in your heart, right? That's where faith is activated because faith is belief. Mm -hmm. But for your faith to be turned on for the thing that is happening in the spirit to move from the spirit to the to the physical realm to manifest to show in your life the part where the salvation comes where god intervenes and works on your behalf and shows the benefit of your activated faith you must speak the things that you believe mm. so whatever you believe in your heart you must align it with your words and with your actions so that it is ignited it's like putting fire to the flame mm. you know so that so that the things that you believe for it's not just oh you know i believe that i'm gonna you know go to disney world or you know i believe so and so you could believe and just sit there but faith without works is dead yeah yeah and and a lot of people know that one and they 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 also know that means i must do something about it but the principle i think that a lot of people miss is in Romans 10. It's telling you, you believe in your heart, right? But it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So therefore, for you to succeed in anything, for God to come through for you, for his salvation to come, and salvation comes from the Greek word sozo, which means to literally save in the sense that we know it. It also means to rescue a person from destruction. It also means to restore to wholeness. That could mean any area of your life mm -hmm. to restore your finances to wholeness, your life to wholeness, your business to wholeness, whatever it is. It means also to, to be preserved. So when you call on the name of the Lord, you will be saved, meaning he will go out there and start working on your behalf because you are now using the principle that he gave you to use and he wants you to use a principle. Mm. So you believe in your heart then you say lord i believe you but now i believe that this session with Anne marie is going to go well and i've said that before mm. i don't care what happens it's going to go well mm. i'm speaking it into being then when it starts i let go and just let it go because i know that the holy spirit is working on my behalf mm. that i've put it into 
being in this in the in the spiritual realm and that the, in the spiritual realm everything is being aligned to god's words mm. and therefore it will manifest in whatever i'm doing <clears throat> so I, I i feel like if you have a business you should speak god's word over your business every day mm. the same way how you would speak god's word over your life Every day I speak God, God's words over my business and I prophesy over my business mm. and I bless my business every day. And every time I pray, I pray also for my business. It sounds ridiculous, but it's God's word that you are to speak what you believe. So I speak mm. I, and, I, and, and I do this to people. So every time I minister to people, I speak words of declaration into them because it's so in seeds in the spirit yeah. that will reap if they believe it and if they themselves also profess it profess it so i think one of your keys to success is speaking the word of god into every area of your life including yeah, your it's so important and it's such a yeah. reminder of what we are speaking into that and what we are declaring yeah. and who we allow in our community to speak yes. because sometimes yeah. it, it some a comment that someone shares can sow a seed of doubt yes. and yeah. i don't think it's ridiculous that you pray for your business why would we not <laughs> pray for our businesses i mean we're growing kingdom businesses and um, i think it's so important such a great reminder and uh, i'm really thankful for, for you sharing that because um from uh, there's a book that i'm reading one of my mentors is a is a you know deeply committed christian and from even a scientific point of view and i mean god created us it's proven that the words that we speak has an impact in the neuro pathways in our brain and the more we speak serious? negatively it because it's like um the the example that they give it's you imagine the the motorways freeways if you call them um mm -hmm. now the more we speak a certain whatever comment um it brings it, it creates a little pathway and then it gets stronger and stronger and bigger and bigger and bigger and so if we're you know completely um undermining our businesses by oh, it's probably not going to work or whatever that yeah. is speaking that truth into us even though it is a mistruth but as yeah. you say we need to be mindful about yeah. what we speak and you know the neural pathways in our brain are listening continuously yeah. right, to what yeah. we're saying you know, do, that's I why do. god says renew your mind every single yeah. morning what are we feeding our brains yeah. so yeah. there's a yeah. biblical uh, um, passage there that, and, that confirms yeah, and, that. And, and there's also an understanding from the scriptures that your body follows your spirit. Whatever you, you feed your spirit, yeah. that is what your body will follow. Whatever you allow to be absorbed in your soul, it will filter mm. into your body. So you're right. It's Whatever so you're true. causing to clutter yeah. your soul, which is bad and negative, your body will start manifesting it. So yeah. you're, you're right so on true. that one. Shelly Ann, yeah. oh my goodness. I think I... <laughs> <laughs> amazing share more how can people find out more about you your work that you do and uh, the best way to connect with you okay well uh the the as i'm already sure the organization's name is your best by faith inc and it's at www.yourbestbyfaith.com you can call us by um just dialing our number 214-431 5095 or you can send us an email at yourbestbyfaith at gmail.com then on social media everything is at yourbestbyfaith and you can't forget it if you believe that your best is by faith 
then you won't forget what this organization is about mm -hmm. and you won't forget where to find us. Just go into the internet and go to Google or something. Your Best by Faith is the only organization with that name. I, I researched it yes. and God gave it to me and said, this is going to be your stamp. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, that is the name. You can find us anywhere on social media. You can send us an email. You can send a prayer request on the website. I look forward to always hearing what persons have to say, what, you know, to hearing their needs, to speaking to persons. I also like to have engagement like this to just share my heart with persons whenever I get an opportunity. So I think it's a blessing, you know, what God has done in my life. And so this is not just about service. This is also about serving mm -hmm. people, you know, to, to uplift people and to be there for persons, even if it's a word of encouragement. If that's all I can do for someone and they can't take a service, I'm happy to do it. Fantastic. It's been such a pleasure and honor. And of course, we'll put all of the contact details on how you can connect uh, with Shelly Ann on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE154. Shelly Ann, one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests, and I would be so honored to do that for you today, is just to finish the show with a, with a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to uh, to hear from Shelley Ann today, her story, Lord, and uh, how you have directed her path, led her through to now opening up um, this uh, not-for-profit, but the work that she is now doing with those who are stepping into her program. Father God, we just want to thank you for poor Shelley Ann's words, for her reminders and just uh, who she is. And, um, you know, I just pray for your continued blessing on her life. Father, as she said, sometimes, and for those who are listening and watching today, sometimes there are situations where you want us to go in a completely different direction that we had originally thought. But Lord God, when we lean into your word, when we really do seek you first and what you want for our lives, we know that we can step through and say yes to you confidently because you've already got that all mapped out already so we just want to thank you that we were reminded of that today father god we love you and uh, we just pray again for your continued blessing and favor on the work that shelly ann is doing and we ask this all in the precious name of your son jesus amen Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I've got a bit of a break in, in between this and the next uh, guest, but uh, I've got some journaling to do, lots of great things that you shared. And uh, I think, you know, that's one of the, the reasons why I started this platform. There are so many different stories and journeys yeah. where we can see God's uh, hand. And so yeah. often we feel isolated because that is a MO of the enemy yeah. is to isolate yeah, us and have us feel that we are the only ones experiencing that or as you said and we could dive into a whole other topic around your identity the enemy wants yeah. us but you know what god completely had it all planned out because now yeah. you're speaking into the life you're speaking light truth hope yeah. possibility yeah. through christ yeah. that no matter where we have come from and i think that's how you we started that where yeah. you have come from how life began does not determine your future but you know what it does in god's plan your future is so awesome and everything you know of course we need to lean into him and that's such a, yeah. a great reminder so thank you um for you know Thanks stepping so out courageously and sharing yeah. that i know that you've uh, spoken some real truth and hope into yeah. the lives of uh, many so thanks again Thanks for having me. And I just pray a blessing on your podcast and everything that you do. I think this is really instrumental. 
it really can be helpful to uh, businesses and to persons or entrepreneurs. You know, I know how difficult it can be, you know, as well. And as you said, there's the voice of the enemy when people think that they are, you know, alone and the things that they're going through and experiences that they have, they're, they're, they're the only ones facing these things. And so this is a, a great avenue for persons to just really see and hear from others and be built up in their spirit. Yeah, as well fantastic so, Thank appreciate you. it i enjoyed it <laughs> me too all right and i'm sure this is probably one of many conversations that we have had uh, we no, will have no. i am sure okay okay you've been listening to the christian entrepreneurs podcast brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com stand out be heard influence want to influence real change with your own podcast Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.